Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Tuesday, October 19th. U.S. equity futures are up about 20 to 30 basis points across the board. So that's about 13 S&P points, 74 Dow points, and 35 NASDAQ points. The major European indices are trading up about 10 to 20 basis points overall. You're seeing outperformance in Europe in basic resources, energy, utilities, autos. Staples, real estate, healthcare, telecom is lagging mildly. Asia saw gains across the board. Hong Kong was especially strong, up about a percent and a half. Taiwan was up over a percent as well. Um, so very quiet morning, really kind of nothing dramatic to talk about. Um, you did see Evergrande make an onshore bond coupon payment worth about $19 million. Um, you know, Hardly anything to get very excited about. And clearly this uh, is a signal that the government uh, and, and the company are prioritizing onshore creditors at the expense of offshore creditors. Remember, they are delinquent on a couple of uh, offshore payments and they're relatively current on the onshore one. So I don't think it really matters from a macro perspective. Clearly, the company still requires some sort of a debt restructuring um, that will probably play out over the coming years. Um, and I think markets are relatively comfortable that the fallout will be contained. You know, Evergrande has, has ceased to be a macro um, overhang for a, you know a week or so. But that is probably one of the more notable macro headlines out overnight that they did make that onshore bond payment. No huge economic data to talk about. Um, Indonesia left rates unchanged, as is widely expected. Um, on the earnings front, there really wasn't anything too dramatic. Danone is trading in the red in Europe after reporting revenue is actually a bit better. They left the margin guidance unchanged. Um, they did make some comments about how 2022 um, cost inflation could actually be worse than this year. So that's weighing on that stock a little bit. Ericsson missed on revenue. That stock initially saw selling pressure, although it's rebounded from its lows. Um, and then BHP last night had out production numbers for Q3. They left their full year guidance largely unchanged. None of the U.S. reports last night were all that meaningful. Um, you know, a couple of smaller ones. I have all the details in the piece today, but nothing that really is going to disrupt the broader tape today. Um, and then on, you know, the big U.S. macro themes, it's kind of pretty much status quo for the most part. On the U.S. fiscal negotiation front, so there are a lot of intra-party negotiations taking place among Democrats. Um, as they seek, uh, as they try to get the price tag down to about one and a half to two trillion dollars, you know, I think um, there is an unofficial deadline to get something to get a consensus reached by the end of this month. Not necessarily a full written passed bill, but a consensus among um, from all the various different principals, Sanders, uh, Manchin, etc., on board with kind of a rough outline. I think that is possible. Manchin uh, came out yesterday and said that he doesn't see how it's possible. Um, but I do think you could reach some type of a consensus around kind of the broad framework by the end of this month. Um, and again, I think they're going to kind of save a lot of money by simply shortening the um, the the investment timeline for a lot of different programs, uh, making a bet that future Congresses will simply allocate the funds as they as they um, are needed. And that's probably a safe assumption to make. They'll probably also means test certain other elements. Um, but I suspect that you will see some type of an agreement reached around the $2 trillion number. Um, and there will be some tax hikes associated with it, including the corporate rate and the capital gains rate, both going to around 25% and then the top individual rate going to about 39.6%. Um, on the Fed front, it's pretty much, again, nothing all that dramatic is, is changing as far as um, Fed assumptions are concerned. You will get tapering on um, November 3rd, formally announced. 
It will wrap up probably by the middle of next year. You know, there is a big debate or conversation taking place around U.S. rate hikes, but it's really not going to be an issue until the end of next year. Um, you know, so I know markets, the the kind of um, price and expectation for U.S. rate hikes is shifting around and getting some attention, but um, it's not having a dramatic impact on markets at the time being just because it's so far in the future. Um, and I think you're really seeing kind of a bifurcation occur on monetary policy where you are seeing certain banks at the periphery accelerate their tightening pace, but the major ones, the BOJ, the ECB, the Fed, um, are really not um, shifting as far as um, pursuing a more aggressive monetary policy. You know, the ECB is going to be tapering out the tapering down the PEPP, which is their pandemic era bond buying facility. Um, but they have this separate bond buying facility that will still be in place. And actually, you're going to see it transfer some of the expanded bond buying powers from the PEPP to the APP. So not to get too technical, but I think the market views the Fed, BOJ, ECB as being on a relatively steady um, slow glide path to kind of withdrawing some of the pandemic era accommodation, even as you see certain uh, banks more on the periphery, um, you know, take a little bit more of an accelerated path. Um, and that is pretty much it. Like I said, it's, it's a very slow morning, really nothing all that dramatic. I think markets are just kind of waiting um, as we get more into the thick of running season. So the big reports for today, this is um, before the U.S. Open, you're going to get Bank of New York, Halliburton, Johnson & Johnson, Procter & Gamble, Philip Morris, um, Synchrony Financial, and then Travelers Group. Caring, um, the parent company of Gucci, will have out their Q3 sales after the European close, so about the middle of the day in the U.S. And then after the U.S. close tonight, um, you have Netflix and UAL. United Airlines. Those are the those are the two big reports. Other than earnings, um, there isn't anything too important on today's calendar as far as scheduled news is concerned. And that is everything for today. Um, obviously, there's a lot more information out in the piece today, um, including my thoughts on the Apple product launch yesterday and a bunch of other items. So be sure to check everything out. And that is everything for Tuesday, October 19th. Thank you for listening.